Welcome to the Jesus and Mental Wealth Podcast. I'm so glad you could join me today. I'm your host, Melody. And before we jump into the word for today, I would like to start off with a word of prayer. If you could join me, I would appreciate it. If not, you can listen to me say it. Amen. Hallelujah. Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo, santificado sea su nombre. Venga su reino, haga ser su voluntad en la tierra como en el cielo. Danos hoy nuestro pan de cada día. Perdona nuestras ofensas, como también nosotros perdonamos a los que nos ofenden. No nos dejes caer en la tentación y líbranos del mal. Amén. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Today we are reading from Genesis 6. Now, in the previous episode, we read through Genesis 5, and I didn't think I was going to be able to make it through, but I actually did. And I think I did pretty well with the pronunciations. I am positive that I probably butchered some of them, um, but that's to be expected because the language is not my native tongue. And so it's a little bit more difficult to pronounce names that you don't really say on a regular basis with sounds that you don't really use on a regular basis. I digress, however, because we're here for episode, um, I don't know what episode, but we're in chapter three of Genesis. And if you've made it this far, I really appreciate it. You know, send me a message, um, uh, leave me a voicemail, um, visit the website uh you can follow me on instagram at um jesus and mw um that's j e s u s a n d m w that is the uh, official instagram for this podcast and my personal um my personal instagram would be max and Mommy ENT. That would be M A X A N D M A M I E N T. That's my personal account and also the one that has my son. So please be respectful if you do decide to follow that one. If you have any questions, comments, concerns regarding this podcast, or if you would like to hear a specific topic of conversation, in the arena of Christianity, please shoot me a message, comment anything at Jesus and MW on Instagram. Again, that is at J E S U S A N D M W on Instagram. Welcome back. We're here about to read. Genesis 6 in the New King James Version, starting with verse 1. Now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man 
forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be one hundred and twenty years. There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 9. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God, and Noah begot three sons. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Japheth. <laughs> the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their own, their way on the earth. And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with I will destroy them with the earth. Verse 14. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. And this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. It's width 50 cubits and its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark, and you shall finish it to a cubit from above, and set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. And behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters on the earth to destroy from to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you and your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of the birds after their kind, of the animals after their kind, and of every creeping thing on the earth after its kind, two of every kind, will come to you to keep them alive. And you shall take yourself, take for yourself of all food that is eaten, and you shall gather it to yourself, and it shall be food for you and for them. Thus Noah did, according to all that God commanded him, so he did. La palabra de Dios. Te alabamos, Señor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for always protecting me. Please guide and light my way through the decisions I make every day towards my destiny. In your mighty name. Amen. That was the word of God. Praise the Lord for his word. Praise God for his wisdom.
thank you, Jesus, for understanding us better than we understand ourselves, for knowing the end from the beginning. God, thank you so much for your infinite knowledge, for knowing what would happen and how it would happen better than we could ever imagine. Now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they took took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. Before I read this, um, at least on this podcast, um, I looked it up on Google And the first thing that came up was saying that essentially the sons of God and the daughters of men are of men. It's essentially reiterating the creation narrative, right? So men were made by God in, in, um, they were formed and fashioned from the ground that he made for man, which man will eventually have to till until the day he dies, but that's towards the end of creation in the beginning adam was made from the dirt of the ground and then he the lord breathed the breath of life and adam became flesh and those that flesh had bones under it and once adam had bone god decided to put him to sleep and cut him open and take out a rib and make his wife out of the bone of this man that became a man out of the ground you see who was a son of God who came from the earth that God made for his son. Now, the daughters of men, it would make sense that the daughters, that that they would be said as daughters of men because they came out of men. (laughs) So, there's that. (laughs) So, uh, they were beautiful, and essentially this is when incest was born. (laughs) And the Lord said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years old. You know, a little, uh, there's something in me that sees this and is reading it for the second time, and it's reminding me of parenting, right? We're... I'm a parent, <laughs> and I struggle with um, striving with my son, where it's a constant push and pull, where it's uh, sort of a constant questioning of my authority, and frankly, um, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm his mom, he's my son, he should listen to me because that's how things are supposed to go however realistically that's not how it ever really goes um and we can see that the lord had his hand full with his first two kids on the planet decided they wanted to be the rulers of themselves and now time has passed where the earth was um full of violence and that the intent of the thoughts of the hearts of men was only evil continually so if you're an all-powerful deity and you know your creation can only think of bad things after they decided the first time that they were going to do what they wanted 
at some point, you're going to put a stop to it. Because you love them, you don't want to see their ruin. But they are going to ruin themselves if you don't stop them. But Noah found favor and grace in the eyes of God. And he extends that grace to us through Christ Jesus. He definitely (laughs) needed to do that because we in and of ourselves would not be able to save ourselves from from his wrath. Um, definitely will, you know, expand upon certain topics because as I'm speaking, I find myself wanting to explain certain things a little bit more. And this would be the, um, uh, platform and forum to explain more. However, because I have a specific structure, I don't want to deviate too much from what we need to discuss and, um, The Lord saw the wickedness of the earth and Noah was uh, found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And Noah had three sons who also had wives who were invited into this promise that God gave to Noah. And God said to Noah in verse 13 of Genesis 6, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. The end of all flesh has come before me. I have seen the end of man, for the earth is filled with violence through them. For what I have made for them, they have basically set it ablaze and is going down. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. So he's not just destroying man. Everything that lives is being destroyed. Because nature is a reflection of those who tend to it. And if we are not tending to nature, it's only going to continue to breed the violence that we put into it. Um, so the Lord is like, you think you bad? Let me show you what bad is. I, the one who made, will destroy them with the earth. Them, the men of all flesh who is riddled with violence. And so, because this is happening, the Lord told Noah in verse 14, make yourself an ark of gopher wood. I guess gopher wood was really good material for when you're going to be in water for a long time. Um, And then, um, yeah, make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. I don't know what pitch is, but I'm pretty sure it's some type of sealant because you can't just put wood together and not expect stuff to go through. Um, and then God is like, but you know what? Let me be a little bit more specific with you. This is exactly how long, how high, and how thick you're going to make it, okay? You're going to make sure there's a window in there and make sure that you leave one cubit a little bit from the top from where that window is at. And then you're going to make three shelves in total. So you're going to have that top one close to the window and then you're going to have the second and the third levels for all of this space will be filled with animals who will come to you so that you take care of them and keep them alive 
now. Up until this point, the only thing we really knew about animals is that um, they're not normally supposed to talk. Uh, so the snake was kind of, you know, an outlier in this situation. Um, but maybe they were supposed to talk, and that's why the snake talking didn't seem like such a crazy thing to Eve. Maybe before the fall of man, maybe before Genesis 3, animals could speak, and maybe they understood Adam when he told them their names. Who knows? If you know, let me know. <laughs> um, so yeah, God told Noah exactly how to make the ark. Um, and then what was going to happen and who he was going to put into it and what was expected of him. Um, he was expected to bring the food for himself, his family, and the animals to feed them and care for them for an undisclosed amount of time. i got to make sure I point that out. The Lord didn't say, this is going to happen for however much time. This is only going to be temporary. This is, there, was, there, there, there wasn't much explanation to the world the whys or the how longs, but more of a what. It is a game plan that you are expected to follow, and if you follow it to the degree that I express it to you, then it should work fine. If you follow the Lord and his word, you're going to be good. So what did Noah do? <laughs> what did Noah do? Thus Noah did. He just did. Did God like appear to him physically and say, "Yo, this is what you're gonna do." Ba ba ba. Boom, done. And then Noah's like, "All right, cool." Or did God speak to Noah in a way that isn't what we're used to? Conversations, right? People right in front of us, or on the phone, or in a video message, right? God spoke to Noah's conscience directly. He was like, well, at that time, obviously, there were no phones um, or videos. Uh, but <clears throat> I'm sure that God could have used something else to speak to him. But what better way to communicate with someone than directly to their conscience, to their brain, to them themselves? That's what God did. Because God does only the best of the best. And that's that. <sighs> and then we we put our hands in it and it becomes something else. Thus Noah did. According to all that God commanded him. So he did. And you should do too. For I am working on doing what he says. And I'm looking forward to the growth that it will bring me. Because his word does not come back void. And he is not interested in you being stagnant in anything, anywhere. May God bless you today, tomorrow, and always. Amen.